0: Hosted by Todd Hirsch, ATB Financial's Vice President and Chief Economist, The Future of Podcast is in its third season. By connecting with industry leaders to uncover what's on the horizon for the things that mean the most to you, The Future of Podcast promises to give you insights to help navigate what is often an uncertain future. Explore how our economy and communities can not only brace for change, but embrace the opportunity it creates. Subscribe to The Future of in the Apple Store, Google Play, Spotify, and everywhere podcasts are found, and connect with us at atb.com slash of. Part two of our back-to-back recording sessions. (laughs) As uh, mentioned in the previous episode, this episode is being recorded basically right on the heels of that. Yes. Uh, Not completely on the heels, because obviously we did have to take a short break to read the next chapter so that we weren't cheating. Because we don't expect that you necessarily follow the rules. And I know that there are those of you out there who read the whole book and then binge the podcast segment that deals with the book. But we follow our own rules. And that means that we don't read ahead. So Yeah. Yeah.
1: So we didn't. Like no. I said, read record, read record. Yeah. So here we are having read and recorded and read, and now we're recording
0: again. Exactly. So good times. <laughs> Had by all. Uh, the good news is that means that the previous chapter is very fresh in my mind. So let's just dive into a brief recap of chapter 20. <laughs> very good. In which Reyna hides from the Kepler on the bridge in a pile of corpses and then runs from Morvan uh, through the hallways and into the greenhouse uh, where she finds herself possibly cornered as Morvin hacks his way inside. Hacking not with a weapon, but <laughs> computer with computer hacking. With like computer door hack- lock yeah, yeah, yes. hacking. Yes. Yeah. Feel the need to specify in this moment that that's yeah. the hacking he's. <laughs> do it. And with that said, uh, that leads us into chapter 21 of Screams from the Void by Ann Tibbets. <laughs> so Rena is trapped in the greenhouse.
1: Yes, and Morvan has opened the door.
0: And is now also in the greenhouse.
1: Yes. Now, I keep forgetting that the greenhouse is...
0: Huge. Yeah, it's basically the whole lower deck because they're they're basically a botanical survey ship. So they're taking tons of samples and they've been out for years. It's a big greenhouse.
1: Yeah, she keeps talking about like aisles and aisles of plants. And I'm like, in my head, I pictured it more like a plant nursery, right? With like shelves and tables of plants that you can see over. But that's not actually what it is, right? Like it's a maze of... Well, a maze is maybe not the right way to say it, but it's this long grid work of all of these plants that you can't see around.
0: Well, I imagine that there are some plant beds that are, as you describe them, fairly low that you can see over, but that's not all of them. And some of the plants have been there for probably a while and have grown quite large. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, it's, it's not as open a space as uh, might be expected. Right. And that does give Raina some cover to start, like, ducking and weaving through the aisles.
1: Yes. It also makes her terribly lost. Yeah. Because she isn't on the botany team. No. She doesn't spend a lot of time in the greenhouse.
0: Yeah. As she points out, the only times she's been down there have been to do repairs, basically.
1: Yeah. And then she has someone with her, I assume. Presumably. Or when they came down as a group.
0: But they just went directly to the computer room.
1: Yeah, exactly. So she is not exactly familiar with the layout of said greenhouse no. and gets herself very lost.
0: Now, the good news is Morvin is behind her and is slower moving because yes. of his busted knee.
1: And possibly also lost? I don't um, know how much time Morvin had to spend in the greenhouse.
0: No, Morvin is on the botany team, isn't he? Is he? I, I don't remember. So. So, uh, or at least he's on the survey team, I believe. So he is uh, probably more familiar with the greenhouse than she is. But it doesn't really help in this moment because she could be anywhere in the greenhouse. Yeah. He's not exactly searching for a needle in a haystack because he's not looking for a plant that's lost in the
1: greenhouse. (laughs) No, he's looking for Reyna. And for a time he can see her and probably hear her, right? There's a line about how her her boots are clumping heavy as she runs. Oh, yeah. But like you said, Reyna's got speed on her side and she's got a bit of a head start. So she does have some advantage here.
0: Her plan initially is... I'm going to try to basically double back around him because if he's slow moving and I can use my quickness to get around him, I can make my way back to the greenhouse door and I can lock him in the way he locked in Pollux and then he's trapped and I can deal with other problems for a while.
1: It's the Morven version of... Incapacitating him, right? Like she's just, she just needs him out of the way so that she doesn't die from him while she's trying to get off the ship to get away from the Kepler.
0: Yeah. She does come across the spot where she assumes Pollux must have been attacked because she does find uh, an area which has been disrupted, clearly. Right.
1: Signs of a struggle.
0: Yeah, but notably, she doesn't see any blood and she doesn't find a body. And for a moment, that makes her consider, oh, maybe Pollux is still alive and somewhere in the greenhouse. But in the heat of the moment, and with Morven hot on her tail, she doesn't have time to act on that. And she largely forgets about it by the end of the chapter, yeah. actually.
1: Yeah, and kudos to her. Suddenly yelling out for someone who may or may not be there, probably not the best idea. So she uses the exact same tactic against Morvan now as she did against the Kepler one chapter ago where she just hides.
0: So yeah, she finds the containment chamber where they had quarantined the spore plants and there's just enough room for her to basically get inside and hide with the plants.
1: Yeah, she kind of hops over a shelf and tucks herself away really small and... To her credit, uh, plan works.
0: Yeah, I mean, proven tactics. Right? Use the proven tactics. And it works because Morvin shuffles on by and kind of looks around and calls her name and then passes on. Yeah. Having not seen her. Now, this is where things take a, a bit of a turn because he also stops at the nearby shed and grabs one of the laser guns that they had stashed in the greenhouse. Yeah,
1: from when they were swapping out their energy weapons for blunt force weapons. Yeah,
0: and as they already know that the Kepler is largely immune to the laser guns, there's only one target that he could want the gun for.
1: Yep, all the while still yelling, I just want to talk to you. We need to work together. Oh, he's the worst.
0: Yeah, Um. he finally moves on, and so Reyna slips out of her hiding spot.
1: Yeah, okay, so... She's disappeared. Like, from Morvin's point of view, she has now disappeared, which means she's in hiding somewhere. Yeah. So now it's a game of hide and seek. So he's searching for her in any place she could possibly be.
0: And one of the places that he hits upon is she might have gone to hide in the computer room. So he makes his way over there, and he kind of hesitates. And Reina is, like, spying on him from behind some flowers. He finally decides, yeah, all right, I'm going to head in. The problem is, of course, you need to go through the, the airlock to get into the computer room because there's the dehumidifying chamber so that the precious computer equipment doesn't get steamed up and broken. Yeah, it doesn't
1: get full of moisture and cause horrible damage.
0: And that means that he has to cycle through it. And that gives Reina number one, some time and number two, a new plan.
1: Yes. I like this new plan. This is thinking on her feet. This this was good.
0: So basically, as soon as the dehumidifying chamber cycles and the outer door seals, Reina darts over and sabotages it. Yes. Like right there in plain view. Like he can see her and he's like, What are you doing? And she rips out the panel and effectively locks him in the dehumidifying chamber.
1: Yeah. Not just locks the door, but like <laughs> like in Star Wars when they blast the lock to make it unopenable, like she's pulled the control panel out. This door Will not open.
0: Good news is this was not also the bridge controls.
1: Thank God.
0: <laughs> um, Morvin is outraged, obviously, and is like, you fool, you've killed me. Now the Kepler can get me because he doesn't know that he's immune to Kepler right now. Um, and she's kind of like, I'm counting on it. And that... She doesn't know he's
1: immune to Kepler either. Yeah.
0: Um, but he basically tries to blast his way out. And Reina initially is like, oh, God, I'm doomed. And then remembers, oh, no, wait, that is like triple reinforced glass there's no other way out. He is well secured. He's basically in prison.
1: <laughs> I'm almost surprised that the shot didn't ricochet around and like Morvan ended up shooting himself in the leg or something.
0: No, that, Rain is not that lucky. No. But she does effectively tell him off to his face in this moment and is just like, listen, I need you to stay put like a good little boy while I go and deal with the problem like a grown up and I don't need you hunting me like a crazy person while I'm trying to deal with the real problem here. That just sends him into literally just a, an incoherent rage.
1: Oh, now that Morvan has clearly completely lost control of the situation, right? Because even while he was chasing her, that was him trying to get control back. Yeah. Right? Because he, he's all about control. We all oh, know yeah. this. Now that he has recognized that he has well and truly lost control of the situation, he tantrums. Like a petulant child. Oh yeah,
0: he completely loses it. Oh yeah, like frothing at the mouth, banging on the window, not even saying words.
1: No, oh, just angry, impotent rage.
0: Oh yeah, and it's uh, probably very satisfying for Reina to see.
1: And super telling. Here are true colors, right here.
0: Yeah. Um. And this is kind of Reina defeating Morvin effectively because he is he is stuck. There's nothing he can do.
1: I hope. Anyway. Yeah.
0: Now the problem is. And Raina might not realize this. She has now left Morvin a sitting duck for Pollux. Maybe. And I suspect that that is where this is going to go.
1: It only works if Pollux can get to Morvin, though. If Pollux is on the other side where Morvin is, yes, Morvin's in trouble. Like if Pollux was hiding in the computer room. But otherwise... Pollux is safely out in the greenhouse with Reyna where she can't get to Morvan either
0: Um, unless
1: unless Reyna fixes the door.
0: I don't know that she is because you'd think that all the commotion in the greenhouse with Morvan calling for Reyna and Reyna tromping around in her boots that that would have attracted Pollux's attention at some point. So that leads me to believe Pollux might have gone into the computer room. She might be in there with Morvin. She
1: might be. I don't know. I genuinely expected Pollux to pop out and like save Reyna at this point, and there was nothing.
0: That is also what I was expecting, based on my earlier predictions, but that did not happen. So my feeling is that Pollux and Morvin are going to have some sort of final showdown while Reyna deals with the Kepler, and then Pollux and Reyna will join back up because Reyna will have come back to deal with Morvin and find Pollux there. Um, And Morvan down and will free Pollux and the two of them can then escape the ship or help will arrive because the Kepler has been incapacitated because the chapter ends with Raina having come up with an idea that might deal with the Kepler. Though okay. we don't know what. So though she that... calls it She calls it the ultimate jury rig.
1: <laughs> so this is a departure from original plan, yeah. right? Like her original plan was fix the escape pod, get out. Now her plan is to somehow, she's got a plan to defeat the Kepler?
0: Yeah, somehow in dealing with Morvin in this moment, it's given her an idea and we don't know what it is.
1: I hope it works.
0: Yeah, we'll have to wait and see. <laughs>
1: we'll have to see. So that's where our present part of the chapter ends. And then we have a huge flashback to 20 months ago.
0: Yeah, the first time that Reyna and Morvin were intimate with one another.
1: <laughs> that is putting it far more politely than the book did.
0: And this actually recontextualized uh, Morvin again for me. So,
1: mm. Okay, so, this flashback was 20 months ago mm-hmm. and they had already been seeing each other for a few weeks.
0: Yeah. And this but... was
1: the first time they had slept together. Yeah. Which means that these two got together shortly after the mission started.
0: Yeah, that's the implication.
1: Wow.
0: Well, Reina wasn't happy and Morvin was interested in her, apparently, and I can see why why she might be interested in that. She even says it in the in the chapter. No, I know. Morvin seems off put by this encounter. And that made me go, "Oh, because he's a sociopath." Oh, yeah. He doesn't make connections with people. He's a serial user. And this is the first time that he's felt something being with a woman. And he's confused and scared and angry about it. And <laughs> How that, dare
1: you make me feel.
0: And that explains everything that comes after Oh, afterwards. It absolutely. It explains does. why he's so possessive of Reyna. And it explains why he's also simultaneously, like, suspicious and angry at her all the time. Because she's the one person who makes him put his guard down.
1: And he doesn't like it.
0: Yeah. Like she can see the glimmer of humanity underneath him. And that's the thing. That's the one thing that's kept her hooked to him all this time. And he resents her for it because he's a sociopath. Yeah. It's also recontextualized his feelings about his dad to me as well. He's not. He doesn't care that his dad died. He cared that his dad died a coward's death and that that might reflect poorly on him.
1: Yeah. Oh, no, we knew that before. Yeah,
0: but it it really underscored that here. So, yeah, just that explains everything right there. And unfortunately, Reyna didn't catch that warning sign right off the go.
1: The really sick part of it for me, because we are following this relationship in reverse, right? Through all of these flashbacks are a little further back every time, right? Had we encountered this relationship scene in order, this particular scene would have been probably quite romantic,
0: yeah, it might have been
1: right. It would have been. It would have been, uh, like passionate and touching, and like oh, all these big emotions. These these two people really want to be together. But because we're watching it in reverse, this was gross.
0: Yeah, the context is uh, it completely changes it.
1: Oh, oh.
0: Because we know everything that comes after it, and we have the framing of all of the stuff that happened later in the relationship, so you're absolutely right.
1: Yeah. Ugh. Sadly, that's where our chapter ends now. with With me being like, ugh, <laughs> this this beautiful, endearing, passionate scene is real gross.
0: Yeah. So uh, again, my prediction has shifted to that's all right. Raina's going to deal with the Kepler, and Pollux is going to deal with Morvin. Raina can't let Morvin out.
1: No. No, 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 that's... Ever. That's her death right there.
0: Um, and I mean, she kind of puts it as, well, I'm going to go deal with the Kepler and then we're going to just wait until help comes because I did send a distress signal. And that's that's actually the real thing that sets Morvan off at that point because that is completely scuttling his plan. Oh, yeah. That She's is,
1: ruined everything. Everything
0: is ruined at that point. But that is the only possible solution to Morvan is wait for help to arrive and then they take him into custody because she can't let him out. He'll no. kill her instantly. yes. So the He might only...
1: still try, depending on how angry he is, assuming that help comes and lets him out, right? He might still try.
0: Uh, I could see him trying to spin it. Because, I, could again,
1: I could see him rushing the door and trying to overpower whoever comes at him.
0: I disagree because he is smarter than that and he's a user. Is and he... Ev- and he always gets off with a slap on the wrist. And the best way to do that is to just play ball. Refute Raina's claims and maybe try to spin it like she's the one who's crazy. She locked me in here. Mm. Maybe. And if there's anything the Space Corps has proven to us so far, it's that oh, they're yeah. likely to believe him and give him a slap on the wrist. That's true. So really, the only Heck, solution- they might even give him a promotion. Yeah. The only solution to Morvin is for Pollux to be in that computer room with him.
1: Well, we'll have to see.
0: And she has a bone to pick with him.
1: She really does. Yeah. <sighs> well, we've got two chapters left.
0: Yep. And, to see what happens. And two monsters on the ship.
1: Yeah, We still have two monsters. Yeah. <laughs> That averages out to one monster per chapter.
0: Will there be a satisfying <laughs> epilogue afterwards, or God, will we I just, hope so. just be left with Reina floating in space, hoping help comes?
1: Oh, that would suck. That
0: might be how this ends because we're running out of book.
1: Well, if we know help is coming, I think that's a safe end. We we can assume it will be
0: okay if help comes.
1: If help comes, that is an okay end. Like you know, the end of Alien. Spoiler <sighs> alert: if you haven't seen Alien.
0: Yeah, spoiler alert for a 40-year-old movie. For
1: a 40-year-old famous pop culture like ingrained movie, help doesn't come to Ripley, right? No. She, she gets out and then goes to sleep in the seat chamber and we're like, okay, everything's fine until the sequel. But within that contained movie, that's how it ends and we all know it's fine.
0: We are running out of book, and that means that we will be shortly selecting a new book. So uh, keep an eye out because there will be a Twitter poll coming up probably very shortly on our at the Read along Twitter, uh, where you can vote on which genre or genres we should be looking into next. Yes. And then, of course, if there are two chapters left, there are three episodes left for this book.
1: Right. So. Because we get to do full book club at the end. That's right.
0: Uh, But before we get there, you'll want to read up on chapter 22. Yes. And you'll want to read up on that in time for next week. And in the meantime, you know, if you have your knee shattered in your workplace (laughs) and you're limping around shouting for people to come and help you deal with uh, foreign biological monsters, you might be entitled to some sort of workplace benefits that might assist with your medical expenses towards fixing your knee. Here in Alberta, if you're a small business, you might consider checking out Alberta Blue Cross to help you out.
1: This episode of The Read-Along is brought to you by Alberta Blue Cross. Even if you're a busy business owner with more meetings than hours in a day, you are calm and collected when your group benefit plan is taken care of by Alberta Blue Cross. Your employees can manage their own health, dental, life, and disability coverage online, anytime, on any device, making it easier for them and for you. To learn more and explore your options, head to ab.bluecross.ca
0: alberta blue cross nita's been talking about them a lot
1: a bunch yeah and that's okay
0: they've been kind of like our main sponsor for the last month yeah. but that's fine that's all right we're happy to talk about them um you can check out more about our sponsors the network and all of the member podcasts right now at albertapodcastnetwork.com while you're there you'll find many podcasts many of which might be of interest to you So many podcasts. download them on your podcatcher of choice hey that's that's maybe where you're downloading our pod.
1: Well, that just seems likely.
0: should give us a little rating and review that helps us out. Oh,
1: we would appreciate it. Yeah, you
0: can reach out to us via social media.
1: Absolutely. We are on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Goodreads, because we're bookish. We are at the readalong on most of those.
0: Yeah, you can also reach out to us via email.
1: Absolutely. We are thereadalong at gmail.com.
0: And with that said, as always, we love you very much, and we'll see you next time.
1: Where art thou, Pollux?